Welcome to Just James's podcast. Scooby Doo Doo, Wobbly Wow, Billy Mariah, Wow, 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 with Thomas, definitely not Timothy. Yeah! Nailed it! Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Just James podcast. This is your host, James. I have my beautiful plant with me, Thomas. He is my co-host. He's my bestie. And I have to admit something. This podcast is late today. I actually recorded this podcast yesterday. I recorded it last night. Um, And I had all the freaking elements right. There was no noise. There was no trains. It was the most perfectly silent podcast. And I woke up at 5 o'clock this morning and I just thought, I don't like this podcast. I don't think... It's good enough. So I'm redoing it. And now, unfortunately, because I'm redoing it in the middle of the day, well, I say middle of the day, it's the morning, it's up to say it's in the morning. Um, there's factors now. So there's trains in the background. And as you guys know, for those that listened to last week's podcast, I have scaffolders that are putting up scaffolding around the entirety of my building sorry that was an alarm that went off um on my (laughs) on my phone um so you know i i completely understand that there's going to be noise behind this podcast but i didn't like the podcast that i did last night and i i'm going to be honest to you why i'm not going to repeat the story because that then defeats the whole point of me redoing the podcast but i spoke quite badly about somebody that I'm not close to I was trying to explain how to handle somebody that doesn't particularly like you um but at the same breath I also really bad-mouthed that person and I didn't sit nicely with me I I don't think it was right and I'll put my hand up and admit that and I took a swipe at this specific person and it bothered me that I did that. Um, it was unnecessary. So I'm going to scrap that story. I'm going to leave it as it stands. I'm not going to repeat the circumstances. I'm not going to add that segment into this podcast because I just, it really didn't sit with me. And as you guys know, I don't repeat my pod. I mean, I don't edit my podcast. So it's not like I can go in and take that part out because I don't want to. I, I truly believe in being raw, being this is just James, it's just me. I sit down, I do this in one take, and that's it. Because that's the whole premise of my podcast. If I suddenly now go and edit out a section of it, I'm not being authentic and I'm not being true. And I think I made a mistake yesterday, and I'll admit that. And I think it's better for me... To not put that out into the world, if that makes sense. I don't think that that specific person deserves that. And I think that if that specific person ever listened to the podcast, it would be very, very clear that I'm talking about that specific person and that specific incident. So um, let's do better. I think I think we, we all need to sometimes step back and go, We've you know, we all have a shitty day where we potentially aren't the best version of ourselves that was mine um and I'm gonna admit that and I'm sorry I it it has bothered me I woke up at five o'clock this morning and I was actually really bothered by it so um I didn't sleep well on it 
so yeah so let's redo this <laughs> so i am jimming my little tail end off at the moment i'm so sore it's my rest day today i did i did a um a bums and tums class last thursday and um I loved it. I, you know, the thing is, is that I was so nervous and I've been putting it off. I keep every morning before the training, I've literally keep putting it off. I, I, I think it's a bit of lack of confidence. You know, I, I've been unfit. I've been talking about this for at least a year on this podcast uh, about how, oh, I want to get into shape. But real realization is a reality is, is I still haven't really done it. There's a hell of a lot more I could be doing. So... I have taken it very seriously now. And, I, you know, I was even sitting on my bed, putting on my socks, being like, do I go, don't I go? Do I go, don't I go? Do I go, don't I go? And eventually I thought, fuck it, Jamie, go. Just go. So I got to the class. I was literally like a couple of minutes late. And um, I, she, she, you know, she, I said to her, I've got an ankle injury, blah, blah, blah. So I've just taken it a little bit easy. So then she turned around and said, oh, I'm just going to look for the Zumba tracks. And I went, oh, fuck, please don't tell me I'm at Zumba. Because the last thing I want to do, look, nothing against Zumba, but my ankle won't handle it. Uh, I'm recovering from an ankle injury where I fell down a flight of stairs last year. And there's absolutely no way I can jump around a room. There's just, there's just no way. Um. So then I panicked even more. I thought, oh, God, if it is Zimba, I'm going to have to walk out. Thank goodness it was just a track that she was looking for that was named Zumba. Like the 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 playlist was was she called the Zumba playlist because she said it was funner. It wasn't Zumba at all. It was these like stretches and lunges, and I loved every single minute of that class. I came out of there feeling like a legend. I loved it. But then for two days after that, I could barely walk. I had to like almost lunge myself up if I sat down or, or stood up again. But I really, really enjoyed the class. So Monday, I thought, stuff it, I'm going to do body pump. So I went to a body pump class and I was so, I, I, stepped, I stayed on the like um, warm up weight the whole class because, you know, it's also my first class. I don't want to overdo it and then literally not be able to come back because I'm too sore. Um and I am still quite sore, so I'm quite glad I made that decision. And then yesterday I did a Pilates class to try and stretch up my muscles and stuff. And when I climbed into bed last night, I thought, oh, I'm so sore. And I'm I'm definitely like a little bit, you know, there's like creaks in places. Um, my chest is a little bit sore, my back's a bit sore, and like my thighs, my the front of my thigh is quite sore. Um, but I'm, I think the Pilates helped quite a lot because I'm not as severe as I potentially could have been. So it's definitely helped me quite a bit. Uh, but yeah, I'm loving the like getting into fitness and like trying to get fit. And I think there's a lot of us that are sort of taking this January. You know, I hate the whole like January, new me, new new start, new me. Um, I fucking hate it because I just think it doesn't last. And you guys know my opinion on this so well. Um but I am trying. I am honestly. I want to to have that sexy little summer bod again. I haven't had one for a couple of years. It's time. So I'm trying to stay hydrated. You know, it's essential when we're exercising, especially and breaking a sweat. And one thing is because I've only been doing Pilates for the last couple of weeks, is I haven't been taking any water along with me. And then they have these water breaks that I just sort of like drool and stare at people like I really need some water. Um, so I need to take some water to classes with me as well. But, you know, 
it does sort of replenish your muscles. It helps with flexibility, with strength, and it, and it does prevent muscle soreness if you're hydrated as well. So you need to drink at least eight glasses of water a day. Everybody knows that. But you can also have things, if you can't stomach, I love water. I always have. And I'm like a water snob as well. I can taste the difference in tap water to like bottled water. Like I know the difference in water because I drink a hell of a lot of water. But there are things like coconut water. You can have green tea. Um, I mean, you could even have chocolate milk if you really wanted to. I mean, fuck, it's your life. Live your best life. You can do things like sports drinks. There's so many different things that you can do. And all of these drinks contain electrolytes like potassium and sodium, and it will help with muscle cramping and things like that. So, But avoid sugary things if you can. Nothing that's caffeinated or alcoholic because all of that will dehydrate you if you're trying to get fit and healthy so i'm actually not drinking at the moment i had a couple of drinks over christmas um we didn't go balls the walls you know none of us that were there i mean i was probably the biggest drinker that was there and i wasn't really drinking so um you know we had very chilled christmas when it came to booze like compared to last year christmas i fucking i don't think i was sober for more than a day between christmas and years um and I haven't drunk now since my birth. I had drinks at my birthday and then I did a wine tasting with my brother one night. But that's like two occasions in the whole month that I've had drinks. Um, so, and I've, I've lost six centimeters on my legs, five centimeters on my arms. Uh, boobs are the same, which doesn't surprise me. Um, I, I could be a size six or I could be a size 16. My boobs, I've always had big boobs. So, um, that doesn't normally change anyway. Uh, my tummy, five centimeters off my tummy, but two centimeters off my hips. And my bum's the same, which is bullshit. Um, but yes, I'm trying. Trying very, very hard. But, you know, on my rest days, I'm trying to do, like, today is a complete rest day for me. So I'm, I'm cleaning the housey. I'm doing, like, like, really light exercise. You can do things like walking and yoga and swimming. Um, and sort of, like, engage in recovery and active recovery. So it'll sort of help prevent the lactase and the buildup of and remove the toxins from, you know, the circulation and all of that sort of stuff. So I'm just going to take a really easy walk today uh, and cool down is so important. And I'm, I'm really bad at this, actually, because I'll like go and walk on the treadmill. I'll, you know, do do like a full cardio workout and be like, man, I need to cool down. It's fine. Um, and then like walk home and think that that's enough. But honestly, you have to allow your, your heart rate to get to gradually return to normal. And I've only really recently understood the necessity of this. So a proper cool down, it will help prevent the stress, it prevents muscle soreness, and it prevents injury. So I'm so sorry, guys. I can hear the trains really loudly, and I'm really hoping that, that, that my mics aren't picking them up. Uh, it's it's kind of rush hour traffic, unfortunately. But I also didn't want to not give you guys a podcast so it is a couple of hours late because I actually launched at 7 a.m. in the UK um, because obviously Australia is waiting for the podcast. So um, I don't want to not post it and I'm, and I'm probably banging on about it and bringing it to your attention. You probably didn't even hear it until I said anything. But I know in the past I've had listeners go, I can hear a train or I can hear your washing machine. Um so I like to just apologize because as you guys know, this, I do this from home. I don't go to a studio. This is just me. It's just, it's just me being me to you. Anyway, sub story done. Um, you know, 
if you are trying to build muscle, I mean, I'm no expert. Like, I, I honestly am not. I'm learning as I go, and I'm sharing what I'm learning with you guys. So, for any of my, like, fitness buffs out there that know better, please correct me. Please inform me, update me, educate me, because the more you tell me, the better I'm going to learn. And I would love some advice. I'd love some assistance and some guidance and like from people that actually know what they're talking about. But if you are trying to prioritize building muscle, you have to sort of repair and rebuild muscle and choose meals that contain carbohydrates and high quality proteins in them. So things like milk and yogurt, eggs, cheese, lean meats, fish, wine protein, nuts and seeds, soy foods, and low sugar protein bars. Um, I... I'm not a vegan, I'm not a vegetarian, I'm South African, I eat a lot of meat, I've always made that quite clear, but, um, so I wouldn't be able to give advice, like, from a vegan or vegetarian perspective, because I don't know, um, and I'm not going to delve into something I just, I just don't know enough about, so, um, I do apologize, this would be for just a plain normal person diet, sorry, I would say normal person because I don't know the right wording for it, um, like for like a person like me diet, like who wants to eat meat, who wants to eat dairy, who wants to eat eggs, etc, etc, sorry, that's what I meant, um, and I'm trying to choose my carbs better because I'm, instead of picking up like a burger and chips, I'm picking up like a piece of chicken and sweet potato or, you know, fresh fruits, chocolate milk, oatmeal, low grain pasta, um, low grain, whole grain pasta, um, whole wheat breads, quinoa, legumes, those sort of things. Um, and I, I'm not taking any supplements at the moment. Maybe I probably should. I don't know if anybody's got some great advice. Um, but I don't know what I'm doing with supplements, to be honest. So I haven't done anything because I'm still very amateur at this. Um, but, you know, I am trying to eat regular meals. I'm, I'm the worst because I don't really eat breakfast. I'll have two cups of coffee and then suddenly it's lunchtime. Um, so I'm really bad at skipping meals, um, and I am on an injection called Ozempic, which completely eliminates my, um, appetite anyway, so I just don't think about food, to be honest, so, but, you know, I'm trying to sort of keep my metabolism going, um, and trying to eat, like, under... 1400 calories a day this uh, my calorie count that I've been given is being prescribed by a, a, a doctor uh, who has actually looked at um, my body composition she's sat down and um, she's there's a really special machine and I can't think what the machine's called uh, it will come to me uh, but you stand on it and it tells you your BMI, it tells you the fat around your organs, your diabetic levels, your um, water, uh, your hydration levels. It does like a very detailed analysis of the inside of your body. And I've done this twice now. Um, and from there, I've been given an exceptionally detailed report to where I need to improve in my body and what I need to do. So this is, at my guidance is through a medical doctor. So my 1400 calories has been prescribed to me by a doctor who's looked at my weight, who's looked at my body composition and gone, right, this is what you need to do to better your body. So, um, and it's, it's, may seem aggressive it may seem conservative it's i mean everybody's got their own opinion um but the the way in which we've worked out with the medical doctor for me to successfully lose weight within a certain amount of time 
and doing it safely for my body, this is what she's told me. So please don't just go and follow what I'm doing because this has this is to my body and to what my body requires to to lose the weight successfully. So um, I'm calorie counting and um, you know calorie counting. Um, I use an app. I use the Samsung Health app. And I like the app because it's got everything in one place. I can check. Um, it, it counts my steps. I can add my exercise into there. It checks my stress levels. It checks my um, heart rate. It checks my... Um, uh, what else does it check? Uh, water levels. There's all sorts of things in the app. I really, really like the Samsung Mac. Um, I personally, and this is a personal decision, I don't use my fitness pal. Um it is an American app, and I have nothing against American apps, but when you sign into the terms and conditions for that app, it states very clearly that they do not follow the GDPR requirements and, and the uh, Data Protection Act that is that is in the UK. So my data is, they they can use my data for anything, my location, my food intake, you know, there's, there's my location, yeah, probably my location is probably the biggest thing I have an issue with. Um but it does state very clearly that it that it is an American app app, which is great, um, and that it can use my data as it pleases. And for me, I just have an issue with that. So I personally don't use the app uh, because I follow the GDPR rules and regulations with my daughter. So um, I don't want anybody having access to my data without me knowing what it's being used for. So that's just it's. Honestly, it's personal. It's just a personal decision from my side. Um, so, uh, yeah, what was I saying? Yeah, so I've been, <laughs> I've been calorie counting, um, which I think is working for me. I really, really do. So, you know, I think go and speak to a medical professional if you want a calorie count. You know, rather do it safely or maybe speak to, like, you know, gym trainer that understands you know what you should be putting in and out of your body but basically if you eat more calories uh then you burn you'll gain weight so for some people that are trying to gain weight that will make more sense i'm trying to eat less calories than i burn to lose weight and then if you eat the same amount of calories that you burn you'll maintain weight so um it's pretty much the gist of it to be honest so i literally i've been doing it for I, you know i like calorie counting it's um I suppose maybe a bit of a control thing. Um, so I've been calorie counting for forever. Like I do it every day religiously anyway. Um, but now I'm taking it seriously how many calories, you know, I'm trying to stay under a, month, a, a certain amount of calories. I actually, my mom bought me a really cool cookbook. It's called the Calorie Counter Cookbook. It's by Good Housekeeping. I actually found it secondhand um, on Amazon. And it's great. It's got 300, 400, 500 calorie meals. And they're great. They're I've actually got it in my hands as we speak. So you can like go into the sections. So you can go into 300 calorie section, 400 calorie section, 500 calorie section. And then at the back, it's got like a big um, graph of how many calories is in each thing. So if you're looking for something in particular, like say you want to have like, so I've just opened up this page, Auburn Flakes Kellogg's. Then it says you have 30, 30 grams is 100 calories. And then it tells you how much fat, saturated fat, carbohydrates, protein, and fiber is in each thing. It's such a great little book. So um, if you're looking for a great little calorie counter book, it's a great one. I really like it. Um, 
can you fucking believe Valentine's Day is on its way, guys? And I know I'm saying this at the end of Jan. And it's it's madness. But I'm also saying this at the end of Jan. So it gives you guys two weeks to work on your plans. So there's method to my madness for those of you guys that have somebody special in your lives. Um, why don't you think about some Valentine's ideas? So I thought I'd give you guys some. Um, there's 30 ideas on this list. So what I might do is do half. Oh God, what am I doing? Half now and half next podcast maybe. And then it gives you guys a week for the other half. So uh, I'm finding this information. This, it's 30 romantic things to do on Valentine's Day that you'll never forget. Um, and I found these ideas from a website called Country Living. So if you want to go and have a look at that website, you can. Um it was written on the 28th of December uh, last year. So somebody's fucking ready for Valentine's Day. Rebecca Lowen is ready for Valentine's Day in December. Um, but she she put uh, a lovely little article together, to be honest. So this is I'm actually stealing the ideas from this article. And I'm quite happy to give, like, um, you know... Um, a shout out to, to people that actually took the time to write articles. So this is her ideas and I've stolen them for you. Uh, so number one is play a game. You know, when last did you guys, as your, as a couple, just play a game together, build a puzzle together, do something just the two of you. Uh, you know, you can you can find couple-themed games. There's, there's ones that are called Turk Floor to Dare or Our Memories. Uh, you can... You know, play some Scrabble, you know, just play games, spend some time with each other. And I think that's the whole point of it, is that Valentine's Day should be... I mean, I fucking hate the commercial side of Valentine's Day. Let me just make that very clear. I, If you hand me a fucking box of chocolates and like a red teddy bear, I'll throw it out the window. Like, I think it's so commercialized that I would rather not celebrate it because I think like love is love and you should love each other every single day and it's just an excuse for like the card companies to make money but you know if you are wanting to like take a moment and appreciate your partner like great I think it's a lovely thing um make playlists for each other I know this is quite hard these days you know with in the you know as a kid you know we had VHS not VHS tapes um Oh, I caught it. my brain's gone blank. We had little tapes. Oh, what are they called? It's too early in the morning. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And we used to like push, you know, the record and play button at the same time and you could like record songs onto it. And it was really easy to make a little mixtape. And we used to make mixtapes all the time. Um, and, you know, you used to like get songs from each other and add it to your mixtapes and then like run these little mixtapes around on your Walkmans. It was like the greatest thing of all times. I suppose now you could do like CDs and stuff or even like a Spotify Spotify playlist if you really wanted to. Um, you know, put them all together in like a Spotify playlist and sort of stream the songs that spark memories for you guys. And, you know, pour some wine, listen to some music and reminisce together. You could be really active this year as well and maybe go, you know, I know it's cold, it's winter, but um, go on like a nice hike or, you know, go traveling somewhere. You could, you know, go and visit some really cool places as a couple. Um, Go stay in like a remote little cabin somewhere with a 
fireplace and just get all like romantic <laughs> you could volunteer together you could you know one of the best ways to spend the day together is doing something really like like fulfilling and you know volunteering even if it's um at a local organization or a dog charity or walking a dog or just doing something together that's gonna improve somebody else's life or an animal's life um is a really wonderful day way to spend the day together you could do a mixology class. You could even there's so many online ones as well that you can do. So you can like learn how to craft cocktails. You can um, you can even follow YouTube videos and like do it at home, like DIY it yourself to make it a lot cheaper. I think that's a really great idea. Um, London, I know there's tons of them. Like we always do them for like bachelorette parties and stuff, uh, or hen parties. Um, you know, you go and do like a mixology class. I, I'm not one for cocktails. I, I don't like the sugar in them, but that's just me personally. I'm a wine drinker through and through. I'd much rather have a glass of wine than a cocktail. Um, but that's, you know, I'm I'm a different breed of cats as well. So it's, you know, I'm not everybody. Most girls like cocktails. So <laughs> everybody's different to me. Um, you know, you could go stargazing. London is hard to do. There's so many stars in London with, with the amount of lights here. But, you know, if you're outside in an area that's got beautiful stars, I miss the stars in South Africa, actually. That's one of the things I really notice when I go home is how beautiful the sky is at night. Um, it's just we've got the Big Dipper as well where I'm from. So it's it's the most beautiful. And the, you can see the three sisters in the, in the sky in South Africa. And um, it's my favorite place to just stargaze. That's one thing I truly, truly miss about South Africa is the, is the stars at night um, out there. It's just, it's incredible. Um, you can play tourist in your own town. You can go and like do local things, go visit a museum. Uh, you can sort of like do things on your bucket list that you guys have always wanted to do. You know, anything that's really cool and fun as a couple, I think go and do something, you know. Um, my, I had my beautiful friend Sean and Michelle here in December, and Michelle absolutely loves um, graveyards and beautiful churches. And I must say, there's an abundance of them in in England. I mean, we we honestly do have spectacular churches here. Um, and like, every day she was visiting, you know, churches and stuff. And I thought it was so cool. You know, her and her hubby were just like running around looking at stuff, which is very cool. Um, and it's a great way to spend a holiday. So. I thought that was quite nice and it's it's doing something that they really love, visiting places they really love and they kind of did that every day and I loved that. I thought it was really cool. Um, so do something like that. Do something, you know, if you guys like churches and do that. If you like fucking plants then go to like gardens. I don't know, find something cool. Uh, you could do like a little waffle bar. You can have brunch, have your little favorite meal together. You know, you can do um, a really nice like fry up if you want. Um, and you can sort of like do all the toppings and stuff like that. So waffle maker is a great idea. I actually don't have one. I'd love to get one. I think a waffle maker would be really cool. Because uh, you could do all sorts of different things as well. I know you can even put like egg in it. You can do all sorts of stuff that's not just like carby. So it's very cool. Uh, you can make a scrapbook of your relationship. I keep getting ads for these like little love book things. And then I'm sure, I mean, I haven't opened it to be honest. But I assume it's like little pictures and then you put like things about your relationship throughout the little book and then you can give a book to your partner. I think it's called like a love book. I think it's literally what it's called. Um, so um, that's a nice idea as well. So if, you know, if your partners aren't that into crafts, then maybe like 
get some photos together. Just make a little fun activity for you guys, a little ticket stubs and, you know, all the stuff from your relationship and make like a really beautiful book of all your treasures together. You know, us girls sort of like collect things from, from relationships. I'm not that sentimental though. I think as a kid I was, but I don't really keep things. Um, I'm not, I'm not like, I call it hoarding. It's not really hoarding because it's sentimental to your relationship. But I don't really keep things. I'm just not, you know, if you give me jewelry, I'll keep it. But I don't like keep stubs and pieces of paper and shit like that. I just, I just don't. Um, it's probably why I've been single for so long. <laughs> um, bake something sweet. You know, if you have, um, you know, if, you're, if your partner's favorite is like a, I don't know, like a, chocolate brownie and then make chocolate brownies you know do something like really sweet for your partner or something that they really like uh and it's also low cost as well you know i'm one for like do something sentimental that doesn't cost the world that's like i'm not very materialistic so um for me that's like a better gift for me you can have like have breakfast in bed make your partner a really nice breakfast um go for a drive if you have a car you know london's a bit different a lot of us don't have cars these days because uh, public transport here is just so incredible. So we don't, and also parking in London is so outrageous. It's just not worth having a car sometimes. Um, so that's a great idea. Um, you can have some wine and chocolate tasting. That's definitely up my alley. Um, you know, both delicious on their own, but wine and chocolate is great. There, if you have like a little vineyard near you, maybe do like a little wine tasting if they have one going. Um, you could do a virtual wine appreciation class online. Sorry. I'm, oh, <laughs> I had a frog in my throat and I was trying so hard not to cough. And then I think I made like a little like, like frog burp sound. <laughs> um, I know we said craft, I've already kind of said crafting. Um, but you know, instead of, I think like a scrapbooking and then like crafting is like two different ideas is what is is kind of what they're saying but um you know you could do a picture frame or something i don't know um play hooky which i don't always recommend don't take the day off work for no reason um save those holiday days you know valentine's day is a monday this year so you know maybe take the sunday and play hooky and just the two of you have breakfast in bed do a crossword you know binge watch shows together just just actually take the time to spend time with each other. I think that's a really good one. Um, but other than that, I hope you guys, um, yeah, that's the, that's some ideas for Valentine's day. I will, um, I'll do the other half next week. I think that will be good. Otherwise I'm just bombarding you with Valentine's stuff. And for those that are single, they don't really care. So, um, I'll do the other half next week for you guys. I've literally just added it to my, I, on my little, like, what am I going to talk about this week sheet? <laughs> so that's on there for you guys. Um, what else? What else? What, oh, you know what? I put on my podcast, uh, on my Instagram, like, ask me questions. And some of you asked me dumb questions, um, that I'm not going to answer. Um... And some of you guys asked me some really cool questions. So I'm not going to do them all. Um, there were quite a lot that came through, actually. I think I had quite a lot in the end. And uh, I got a friend of mine just to write them all out because I didn't want 
to have time to think about all of them. But because I did do this podcast last night, I have seen them and answered them since then. So some of them I felt a bit vulnerable answering, weirdly enough, because I don't ever feel vulnerable telling you guys stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just like, I felt a bit raw afterwards. Like I'd like put my soul out. It was quite strange. <laughs> so, um, anyway, uh, I will re-answer some of them. I'm not going to answer all of them that I did last night. I'm sorry about that. Um, I just also, I've, because I took out what I'd spoken about in the last podcast, um, and added in Valentine's Day, I just thought I'm not going to spend all the time doing that. Um, uh, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to find the question. Sorry, I've closed it. Um, it. All right, so, you know what, I'm, sorry, I'm just trying to get it open. I'm being really rude here. Right, found it. Okay. Um, what do people misunderstand about you the most? I think some people um see my kindness for weakness sometimes um i am i'm very particular about who i spend time with um i don't just let people into my life and if somebody is isn't authentic or fake or lies or is over over exaggerate stories i i tend to lose trust in people like that very very quickly um and I'll keep you at arm's length after that once I realize that you're not actually authentic and you're not yourself all the time and you try and, you know, brag about yourself. All the time. I don't like that. Um, so I am very quick at cutting people out of my life and I'll do it without even thinking, whether it's family or friends. Um, I'm very, very strict about who stays in my world. And um, it's it's a defense mechanism. It's, it's a protection of my heart, really. Um, you know, uh there was another question about what's your biggest failure and I think I kind of answered this last night in a way that I I got very very badly hurt um in my 20s by a boy I was engaged to and it shattered my heart it absolutely broke me and this person's walked in and out of my life over the years and has hurt me every single time um and again recently you know in the last three years or so sort of like came back in you know and and just walked out without even a word so I'm very very protective over my heart I'm very protective over somebody being in it and I'm I'm probably very hard to love because I won't let you in very easily um and I think that people misunderstand because I am a very soft person I'm a very good friend I'm a very genuine person but I also feel very deeply um you know, I'm, I'm a very deep lover. I love with my full heart and I can't not love you with all of me. And I, I won't give you just a piece of me. I'll give you my all. Um, and sometimes that's a failure. I think that whether that's a good or a bad thing, I'm not sure. But it also sort of protects me from from evil, if that makes sense. <laughs> um you know, I, I'm also really, ins- you know, I'm really opinionated. So sometimes, you know, is what one of the questions is, um, what's an insult that you've received that you're proud of? Well, it's probably the fact that I, that I, I, I'm too honest sometimes, you know, I'll tell you dead straight how I feel. And um, with or without your feelings, I, I'll tell you how I feel. 
and it does hurt people. I've hurt my mom because I'm too honest sometimes. I'm too, I'm too real about who I am sometimes. And I think that that can hurt people. And I sometimes don't realize I'm hurting people because I'm so dead set on being so honest that I bulldoze over your feelings to tell you how I feel. And I think sometimes that's a really bad thing. Oh, my postman's here. I can hear the, the post through the doorbell. Through the doorbell? Through the uh, mail slot. Um, what's your favorite job that you've ever held? And I think that's still going to be working on cruise ships. I did that in my 20s. I wish I'd done it longer. I wish I'd done it younger and, and spent more time on ships. I... Um, I didn't get as much time as I truly wanted on there and it, it all came down to me coming to the UK and I needed to move to England um, and like I mean it's taken me 10 years in England to truly settle down but I have settled down now and I'm quite happy here uh, and I'm actually enjoying winter this year which is very strange I mean yes bar, bar that I don't have to leave my house I don't have to work outside and I don't have to be outside uh, so I am in a cozy house saying this uh, but yeah, I don't mind winter this year, to be honest. Um, and I, I spoke about my least favorite job in my podcast last night, but again, I think it's slating people unnecessarily. I think I've done it enough. I've said enough on that topic and I think I'm going to leave it. Um, I've previously slated this particular company on my podcast and I just feel like maybe it's time I, I, I dropped the dead horse. You know what I'm saying? So I spoke about it yesterday, but I, I just, again, I just felt like I'd done the wrong thing. Like, just bad-mouthing somebody. It's Sometimes you just need to not. And just be humble and just be the bigger person. Um, What was my favorite subject at school? I loved history and I loved art. Um, I actually love art in general. I always have. Uh, I mean, not that I'm the greatest artist. I mean you know, now you're probably going to stick man out of me. But at those, that stage, I actually love doing it. Um, and your favorite trip you've ever taken. In 2019, I went to Greece with, it was a group of 10 of us. We went to um, Corfu. And it was the greatest holiday I've ever had. It was so fun. There was 10 of us. We didn't fight. We had an amazing holiday. It was a great, great, great time. And to this day, is my favorite holiday. Uh, what star sign are you? I am Capricorn. Uh, my birthday is the 6th of January, so I've just had my birthday. And one of the things um, that, that I was asked is, what is my favorite color and what does it say about you? And what I did yesterday, and I will do it again, um, meaning behind blue. Oh, wait, I think I, I struggled to find it yesterday. So wait, favorite color blue meaning is what I Googled last night. Um so I love the color blue and even my tattoo on my back, uh, I've got a dragonfly that I got when I was uh, 17 and the wings of that uh, dragonfly are blue. Uh, so I, ha it's not a tramp stamp by the way, in case anybody was thinking that, uh, but I like the color blue and the meaning behind it, according to this article, is on a website called MickleMarney.com. And it's the psycholo psychology behind the color blue. So it's five personality traits about people who like blue. And it says blue is quite, a po is quite popular this year. Creating a product that looks 
beautiful all right that's boring um according to research blue is one of the most popular colors especially among men it is considered to be the color of peace and serenity in fact the color blue has the ability to lower pulse rates and blood pressure it is known that people tend to be more productive in blue rooms or environments now my house is pretty much blue gray and bronze are my colors and white uh, which I didn't know. So my all my curtains are navy blue. Um, my accessories are navy blue. So my house is very blue. <laughs> uh, so serenity. As mentioned before, the color blue brings peace, often associated with the calming of the sea and clarity of blue skies, uh, specifically shown to slow heart rate and breathing to be a good color to aid meditation and relaxation. Because it's a calming psychological properties, it instills confidence and trust. The negative aspects of that is unappetizing, socially snobbish, and may suggest aloof or lack of emotion, which is sometimes how I can come across. Unlike the safer colors, blue does stand out more. This shows confidence in people who are linked to this color, and unlike red, who shows more aggressive dominance, blue shows calm authority, which, ins which inspires trust and non-threatening in its pursuit. Blue is often said to be emotionless color due to its calm and responsibility. And people, uh, people with blue psychology are intelligent, calm, rational, and unprecedented or snobbish, is, is what it says. So basically, it just repeats it again. Uh, but that was what I found out about what it means about me. So I thought that was quite cool, actually. I mean, I definitely do come off a bit snobbish sometimes. I think it's... Um, it's it's you know it's just who I am but at the same time um you know I like to think that I'm a calm and, and rational person as well so um yeah I think I'm not going to answer the rest of the questions otherwise this podcast is going to take forever I might just um redo them in another date for you guys I know if, if anybody has a question that you asked that you really wanted to know the answer to let me know and I will um I'll answer them for you I don't mind redoing that for you at all um I got some feedback about the conundrum that um, you guys missed the interaction with the podcast. So I am trying to think of something to do as an interaction that you can come back to me on. I haven't come up with anything yet. And if push comes to shove, if you guys want the conundrums back, I will bring the conundrums back. Um, let me know on my Instagram, which is just James podcast, uh, just underscore James underscore podcast. And um, if you want the conundrums back, I'll bring them back. It's it's up to you guys. You know, at the end of the day, as my listeners, this is some, this podcast is for you. So if you want something interactive, if you want something like the conundrums back, um, I'll listen to whatever you guys want. So let me know. I don't really have any reviews for this week because I haven't really been anywhere. Um, but I have uh, the cutest social media page. I can't even remember if I've actually recommended it before, but it's so bloody cute. I can't not. Um, it's it's a lady called Maya Knight, which is M-A-I-A-K-N-I-G-H-T. She is a mom of, of twins. She's a single mom. They're the cutest bloody twins on the planet, man. And she just sort of like talks to you while she's making the bottles and waking them up or putting them to bed. It's just the very sweetest little uh, TikTok page. So if you're looking for really something really sweet to follow, that's a really good one. Um, but guys, you know, dreams don't work unless you do. And I think let's work hard this week. Let's make this an amazing week for us all. Let's be rock stars. Let's 
make our lives better. February's here, guys. It's the end of Jan. It's almost payday. We're almost through the long 367 days of January. Um, and let's make February really exciting time for us all. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. I can't wait to see you next week. Goodbye. They're the two best friends that anyone can have. They're the two best friends that anyone can have. They're the two best friends that anyone can have. Just James and Thomas the Plant.